0: Praise the Lord if you'll make your way back to your seats. I shouldn't be before you too long this morning. It's good to see y'all. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I want you to know that we serve an awesome God and he is faithful (laughs) he is trustworthy he will never leave you nor forsake you and that he's crazy about you amen he's crazy about you and he's concerned with your situation, even the smallest details in your life, some of the things that seem so obsolete or something that God wouldn't be worried about, but he is involved in every intricate detail. I may have said that wrong, but that's okay. Amen. If you have your Bibles, I'm going to go to a familiar passage this morning. I want to share with what God put on my heart God put a few things on my heart lately and I'm not going to be able to share them all today but I want to touch on one thing this morning if you have your Bibles let's turn to the book of James James chapter 1 Starting in verse 2, everybody has probably heard this before, but until you really focus in on it, sometimes you don't grab a hold of the fullness of what God is speaking here. James chapter 1 verse 2. and say amen if you don't you can follow along on the screen praise the Lord God is so good how many of y'all believe that today amen sometimes it's hard to see it but I'm here to tell you he is good the Word of God reads, it says, consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete. Somebody say complete. Lacking in nothing. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach and it will be given to him but he must ask in faith without any doubting for the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea driven and tossed by the wind for the man ought not to expect that he will receive anything from the Lord Being a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. But the brother of humble circumstances is to glory in his high position. And the rich man is to glory in his humiliation. Because like flowering grass, he will pass away. And for the sun rises with a scorching wind and withers the grass and its flowers fall off and the beauty of its appearance is destroyed so too the rich man in the midst of his pursuits will fade away but blessed somebody say blessed. blessed but blessed is a man who perseveres under trial for once he has been approved he will receive The crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love Him. Let me pray this morning, Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you today in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you are faithful. I thank you, Lord God, that you, God, are in control. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing and developing in each and every one of our lives. Father, we thank you, God, for what you're going to speak here today, Lord. Have your way, my King. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Open up our spiritual ears, our spiritual eyes. Don't let us be dull. Don't let us be distracted. Father, I thank you and I praise you. I honor and I glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would, give the Lord a hand praise this morning. Amen. My topic this morning, as they put it up there, is turning trials into triumph. Turning trials into triumph. You know, one thing that we come to realize in this life, amen, is we've all faced trials. We've all wrestled through struggles. We've all dealt with challenges and tribulations and all kinds of various things in this life. Can I get an amen? You know, and sometimes some of these struggles are extremely tragic and some by comparison are less traumatic. But reality is, is that they're all real. Real. Amen. You know, the Bible refers to these struggles as trials. And I want to look at this scripture today because I want to talk to you about turning trials into triumph. You know, it's inevitable that we're going to go through some things in this life. It's inevitable that we're going to have some trials, we're going to have some tests, we're going to have some temptations, we're going to have some struggles. You know, I've heard the terminology, uh, the saying, amen, the struggle is real. Well, I'm here to tell you, yes, the struggle is real. If you're alive, if you're breathing, amen, you're going to go through some struggles. You're going to go through some trials. You're going to deal with some things in your life. Welcome to life. Praise the Lord. If anybody told you it's peaches and cream, amen, praise the Lord, they lied to you. So it's not a matter of whether you're going to go through some things in this life But it's how you deal with what you're going through in this life. You know, a word that comes to mind, amen, when I think about this, is your perception. How is it that you are perceiving what you are going through or what you're dealing with? And when we look at it concerning the Bible... There's a biblical, amen, formula that needs to take place in our lives, amen, in order to please God, in order to accomplish what needs to happen, amen, through these various things. I want to talk to you a little bit about this, amen. I should have called this, The Struggle is Real. That could have been my sermon topic today. You know, let's look at verse 2, if you would, for just a moment. Do you all all agree we're going to deal with some struggles? Some of you are probably going through some struggles right now. You know, we always have a saying, usually, amen, somebody is just coming out of a storm. Or they're getting ready to go into a storm. Amen, or they're in the middle of a storm. Well, I'm here to tell you that life is going to bring you some challenges. But there's a way that we have to respond in order, number one, to please God, and number two, in order to receive and produce what it is that God is trying to do in and through our lives. Can I get an amen? Amen. One thing about it is, is that we are children of God. Our lives are in the hands of God. In every aspect. And the Bible says that all things work together for the good of those that love God and that are called according to his purpose. See, this is why it's so important that we truly begin to identify amen, and develop who Christ is, amen, and have a true, amen, biblical picture and understanding of who he is in our lives. I want you to know he's a loving father. He loves you more than anything, more than you can even begin to imagine. He cares for you, amen. He desires good for you. Are y'all with me today? And he's one that knows best for your life. He knows best, amen. How many of y'all believe that today? He loves you, amen. He wants what's best for you. But the struggle is real, Amen. amen. Let's look at our verse real quick in verse two. If you would, and the word of God reads... He says, consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials. You know, the first thing that I want us to look at today, first of all, amen, is that when we're observing trials, I want you to know this. Trials are inevitable. Somebody say they're inevitable. Inevitable. This is what he says. He says, whenever. He doesn't say, if you, if you happen to, if you're just not so lucky and all of a sudden a trial comes. No, he says, whenever. Whenever means, amen, whenever. Whenever. You know, sometimes life can be difficult, amen, but it's inevitable that you're going to have some trials, that you're going to have some challenges, that you're going to have some problems that are going to arise in your life. You know, in 1 Peter chapter 4 and 12, he said this, beloved, amen, he says, don't be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you. He says, don't be surprised about it, amen? Why why are you all surprised that this is happening, amen? Why are you surprised that you're going to go through some things, amen? It's going to happen, amen, but it's about how you handle it when it happens. He says, says, you're looking at it as though, amen, something strange were happening to you, amen? Like it's strange that you're going to go through something in your life. Like it's strange that you're going to deal with something, that you're going to have a struggle, amen, that you're going to have something occur. I'm here to tell you that hey something is gonna happen amen in your life but how do you perceive it how do you see it When you're a child of God and you know who your God is and you know that he's in control, amen, and you know that he loves you and you know that he has your best interests at heart, amen, you know that he has plans for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future, amen, plans to develop you, amen, into what he wants, then you can begin to view your struggles in a different way. Somebody say, they're inevitable. Inevitable. but Somebody say, it's okay." okay. It's inevitable, but they're gonna happen. And not only are they inevitable, amen, but they're unpredictable. You know, when we use the word face trials, face means literally to fall into unexpectedly. In other words, trials are not something that's always planned. You didn't plan it like you planned your vacation. Hello, somebody. Amen. Some of you might have got a vacation to the local facility or something. You didn't plan it. <laughs> trials are not planned, and we, and we can seldom anticipate the problems that we're going to experience in life. Amen. But how many of y'all know that's probably good? Because if we could anticipate them, we'd run away, amen, as fast as we could. And as a result, we wouldn't get the benefit from them. You know, how many of you know, we don't plan to have a flat tire, right, or a crisis, amen. They're unplanned. They're unpredictable. They're when we least expect it, amen. Some of you, some of you look at it, we're like, man, this is horrible timing, Where did this come from? It came out of nowhere. And I'm here to tell you, that's what makes a problem a problem. Hello, somebody. You know, a lot of times it's inconvenient when you fall into it suddenly. They're unpredictable, amen. Not only that, but they're not all the same. He says there in verse 2, consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, many kinds. They come in all shapes and sizes. Hello, somebody. Some are minor inconveniences, amen. Some are major crises. They're like 31 flavors, amen. (laughs) And some problems are custom made. And you know it. Somebody say God is good. Amen. He says my brethren. My brothers and sisters. Consider it nothing but joy. When you fall into all sorts of trials. You know I want you to know this right here. True joy doesn't come cheaply or as fleeting amen or like some kind of superficial emotion but real joy is produced by much deeper factors than the circumstances that produce superficial happiness in other words if you're struggling through the negative circumstances of life amen in doubt and dismay you've forgotten the genuine joy that resides in the confidence that your life is hidden in christ jesus in God's providence, that joy and assurance can be the most strong during a trial. Amen. So I'm here to tell you today some of the times when I've gone through the hardest things of my life, amen, is where I was the closest to God. It's where he showed up, amen. He says, my grace is sufficient, amen. The more the need, the more grace he pours out, amen. The more I'm going through, the more God shows up. The more I need comfort, the more he comforts. The more I need love, the more he loves, amen. The more I rely on him, that's what it is, amen. And if you look at it, he says, count it all joy, amen. I want you to look at this. Jesus had the ultimate trial, amen, and that was to go to the cross of Calvary. Like the young man said, amen, the brother that shared at first, Amen. He said, you know, that he, he told him, let the, if you would, let this cup pass for me. Amen. Pastor Kin said that. Amen. And if you look at it in regards to Jesus, Amen. He went to the cross. He says, The joy that's been set before me. I endured the cross for the joy and the joy of what was going to be produced through it because he knew that greatness would be produced through that trial he knew that there, were, there was great things coming from it he knew that something was going to come up out of it he knew that many lives would be touched somebody say God is good consider it pure joy I don't misunderstand this, what he's saying. He's not saying fake it or put on a plastic smile or pretend or whatever. He's not asking you just to deny reality. It's not like you're saying, oh, good, I get to suffer. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I want you to know this. We don't thank God for the situation. Amen. We don't rejoice for the problem. We rejoice in the problem. Are y'all with me today? But he says count, count. Somebody say count. The word count is it's a financial term. It means to evaluate. Somebody say, evaluate. Evaluate. You know, Paul used this term in the book of Philippians a couple of times, about three or four times. When he became a Christian, he evaluated his life and he set new goals and he priorities. Things that were once important to him became as rubbish, he said. Are you all with me? Sometimes we get so twisted on the things that we think are important. Well, let a trial come in your life Uh, (laughs) Your whole theology will be (laughs) revamped Your whole thinking your whole outlook The things that you thought were important before won't be so important anymore. Some of us get so caught up in all this stuff. Some of us need some trials to bring us back down to reality. Thank you Jesus. Somebody say God is, good. God is good. I want to share with you a few realities real quick. Genesis 50 verse 20. Y'all are familiar with the book of Joseph. I mean the story about Joseph. But I want to share this one scripture. Some realities concerning this. First of all I want you to know that God is in control. Somebody say God is in control. He says, as for you, you meant evil against me. But God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result. To preserve many people alive. In other words, through this, something good is going to be produced. Some of you God is taking you through a trial of your life right now. You're just holding on for dear life, but you have no clue what God is producing out of it. Not only the salvation of your soul, not only eternity in heaven for you, but the lives that will be touched, that will be reached, that will be impacted, that will be saved. It's not for nothing. What you're going through right now is not for nothing. God is producing something in you. How many of y'all believe that today? He's producing something in you. He's going to use it for the glory of God. You know, my life was used for Satan for many years. I just want it to be used for the glory of God. Can I get an amen? Amen. Jesus had to go to the cross so that all of mankind could be saved. Trials are God's special gift to us. Psalms 55 and 22, he says, Cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you, and he will never permit the righteous to be moved. In other words, he's saying, Commit to the Lord what he has given to you or laid upon you, and receive it as if it's a gift. God promises his deliverance and his eternal blessing. Amen. Hebrews 12 and 2 says looking to Jesus the founder and the perfecter of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. You know if we go on to our next part of our scripture he says in verse 3 if you'll put that up there son and I'm about to ready to close but he says knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance it produces endurance in other words there's some things that God is wanting and going to produce in your life God is more concerned with producing the character in the image of God in your life than he is with how comfortable you are in this life. From the beginning of time, God's whole goal is to develop us into the image of his son to make us Christ-like. I don't know about you, but that's my goal. That's what I want. I want to be like Christ. I want to have the character of Christ. I want to have the heart of Christ. I want to have the mind of Christ. Amen. But sometimes these things have to be produced through going through some trials, amen. There's some things that are produced, amen, through struggles and trials and tribulation that will never be produced, amen, through just going through life regularly. Are y'all with me today? There's some of the times that you're going to grow the most when you're going through the most. I'm here to tell you right now it's not amen on the it's, it's not amen on the mountaintop when you grow the most. It's down in the valley when you grow the the most. It's when you're going through the fire that he's refining you and purifying you and developing you into something. So you need to count it all joy today with what God is doing in your life. You need to be thankful that God's not leaving you where you were. That he's not leaving you stuck. Amen. In that old self. In that old way. But he's taking you forward. He's taking you deeper. He's taking you further. Into a great man or woman of God. Into the image of his son. Into the character of Christ. By the power of the Holy Ghost. That he's transforming your life. But you got to have the right perspective. You gotta look at it right. Yeah. You know? God is good, amen? amen. amen. Look at verse three. He says, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect result. So that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. In order for God to use us, God sets in motion a plan for shaping us into the kind of people that he wants us to be. And sometimes that means that we experience awful pain. Sometimes we got to give up some things that we really want to keep. And go forward in some areas that we'd rather leave unexplored but if we're going to be used by the Lord for his purpose that process has to take place but I'm here to tell you our problems are purposeful what you're going through right now has got a purpose God's producing something in you And you don't always understand everything. But one thing you have to understand is that God's word is true. And one thing that God wants to do is produce in you he wants to purify your faith. Testing of your faith produces endurance. He says he's the author and the perfecter of your faith. And he tests our faith through refining fire. Job said, He has tested me through the refining fire, and I have come out as pure gold. So the first things the trials do is to test our faith. They bring you to your foundation. They purify you. You know, Christians are a lot like tea bags. You don't know what's inside of them until you put them in hot water. I'm just saying. God has a way of putting us in some hot water. But you find out what you really got. If you're a good tea bag, you're going to produce something even better. I don't know about you, but I'd rather drink that cup of tea than I would chew on them leaves. They said there's some leaves that I can chew on. That'll help with what I'm dealing with. But I'd rather my wife make me a cup of tea. I'm just saying. Ginger. I don't want to chew on no ginger. God wants to purify your faith. And he wants to develop something in you called perseverance. Yay. He doesn't want you to quit every time things get tough. He wants to produce some perseverance in you. He, you know He wants to produce you to persevere. the only way you're going to be able to do so is be able to perceive what you're dealing with properly it's like discipline when we when the guys or the girls or guys really get on discipline they look at the discipline in a negative way in the wrong way instead of looking at what God's trying to produce in them And that he cares enough about them to not leave them there. They look at it like a child looks at discipline. A child looks at discipline in a negative way. But a soldier looks at discipline like it's going to save his life. God is wanting to save your life and save your soul are y'all with me today so it's developing this perseverance are y'all with me today God is so good And not only that, but your trials, God will use to cultivate your character. To bring, bring you to maturity. He doesn't want you, it's okay to stay, be a baby, but it's not okay to stay a baby. And it's, God is just trying to grow us up to another level because there's lives and souls that need us. There's He's just preparing us for the increase. He's just preparing us for the harvest. He wants to produce a harvest through your life. And he wants us to be ready. Let me say, God is, good. God is good. Let's look at verse 5. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But he must ask in faith, any doubting, for the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind, for the man ought to not expect to receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man and stable in all his ways. I'm going to ask the worship team to come forward. we have trials saints we have temptations but we shouldn't never be discouraged god is producing something in you he's just taking you deeper You got to have the right perception. You got to have the right outlook. I don't know what you're going through today. But God does. But I'm here to tell you today that it's for a purpose. for a purpose and the results are going to be good the results are going to be good we need to be like that saying when life hands you a lemon make some lemonade sweet lemonade with ginger (laughs) you know and we laugh but it's easy to smile and laugh at that statement it's easier to smile at it than it is to practice it but I'm here to tell you it's biblical amen All throughout the Bible, we see people who turned defeat into victory. All throughout the Bible, we see people who turned trials into triumph. Read your Bible. I'm not going to be like the Pope and tell you don't read your Bible. Read your Bible. That's what we see. And instead of being victims, they became victors. We got to get rid of the victim mentality. And become a victor. Whether we're dealing with trials on the outside or whether we're dealing with temptations on the inside. And by the way, James goes on to say, the Lord won't tempt you. The Lord is not evil. Satan will tempt you. (laughs) But he's just enticing something that's already inside of you. But I'm here to tell you today that through faith in God and Jesus Christ, we can experience victory. How many of y'all believe that today? We can count it all joy when we fall into various trials. We can count it all joy when we encounter challenges. We can count it all joy when the struggle is real cuz God is producing something I'm just grateful that God don't leave me I want to become better I want to become more like him I want to become more like him than I do for the trial to go away, it sometimes takes a little shaking up. Sometimes we plateau, we get stuck. We need a little trial to push us forward, take us deeper, we become more like Him. I don't know that I want to go through everything Joe went through. Kind of scared to read back through the book right now a little bit. But God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. You know, the Lord has let me experience a lot of things in short time of ministry. could live out the Bible like the Bible becomes real in my life of course when it's going on it's no fun when I look back I'm like wow that's powerful you know if that's what it takes to make it real I know that my life is in his hands I know he is in control and I know that he cares for us he cares for us he loves us so much he loves you he loves you so much he's not going to leave you there it's like a father a father truly loves his son he's not going to just leave him there in that condition whatever it takes to help him get it go where he needs to go God is producing greatness in our lives you can trust him what's the worst thing that can happen we go spend eternity in heaven this world ain't all as cracked up to be God's got other plans, amen? He's not done with this yet, amen? He just producing something great. So whatever you're going through today, find a way to count it all joy. God's producing something in your life. It's different if you go through something and it don't count for nothing, but it counts for something, Amen? maturing you. He's growing you. He's developing you. Come on, stand to your feet.